Welcome to our podcast, Into the Mirror, where we discuss healing and transformations. My name is Alexander, and this is my co-host, Brody. Today, we're going to discuss the tact through tantrums. Um, Brody, I, we were talking about tantrums because I had my own tantrum this morning, but before we get to that, I'm going to just ask, how are you feeling right now? I'm doing good. I'm feeling pretty <laughs> balanced and centered. I, it is an interesting Absolutely. one. I, um, so for me, one thing that's challenging is, you know, this is, and now that you're becoming a better and better friend, you're seeing it, right? Like as anyone that's gotten close to me, and I even brought up ex-girlfriends, the tantrum, right? When I, the, my response since a kid, I would throw tantrums and I had some trauma that happened a long time ago, like at 11 or 12 years old. And I remember I was having tantrums and then after that trauma, I just stopped because there was like this point where it's, I saw all that tearing, crying, I guess, didn't, it sucks to say that because it was serving me. I didn't realize it, it was healing stuff, but I shut it down, right? I threw the tantrums down, I would get angry and instead I'd just blow up at people and like my mom loved me, right? Clearly, and I, I would build these connects toys, you know, like Legos, and I was very good at it. I would build these very, like, creative, very complicated things, and she loved them, right? And one time during a tantrum, and this was one of the last tantrums I remember sober, this is before addiction and stuff took over, um, it, I destroyed them. I threw my connects on the ground, I kicked my drawers in, and I think it was all something to do with going to church. And now I see why I never wanted to go to church, why it was so awful, because of the trauma connection to all of the worthiness, this, the, the other trauma that happens through churches all the time, and that stuff, right? I, I, I didn't understand myself then, and it's, it's okay. It's no shame that I didn't know how to deal with it, but my first thing was to shove it down, right? To shove all that trauma, all that pain down as a kid. And I didn't see it as trauma then. I was like, oh, I did, but it was more, it was different as I grew and looked at it and aged. And for me, my biggest thing growing up was, you know, that, I guess it was really that, like the traumas and the tantrums, that energy. So now that 25 years later, right, I, today, I felt really good and I was having a lot of like, emotion come through but it was we were talking and then all of a sudden we started talking about world pain and I felt so upset all of a sudden this morning that it made me just react to you and like respond in a tantrum like stop talking I don't want to speak like everything that was good I felt so good too it just shifted and all of those memories those tantrum that childlike feeling came back and I was couldn't working to control it, like I set a boundary, like I left, I could, I knew space at least to set space, right, so progress, total progress, but the shame that can mm-hmm. come up in me after I react, like a human, like a human, I feel pain, I've been through stuff, I've been to prison where I've had to defend myself on energetic ways that is unexplainable to a lot of people, and I hate that my trauma, my stuff has become like, it affects people, like it spreads to you, and like, I even have my ex-girlfriend, Stacy. I brought up, like, I would spread my trauma. I can see how that child event literally was the closing event, in a way, of the relationship. You know, they all entangled together because I never worked through the yeah. first, like, that first childhood ability to look at the painful events, right? To feel it. To yeah. Honor it. I mean, we all have tantrums. Like, I... I've had quite a few that you've actually helped me 
wind down from because I was so angry at the judge for for not acknowledging my medical yeah. condition or my probation officer not acknowledging that I went into a tantrum. You're like, dude, this is not that big of a deal. This is yeah. actually you. This is you who are acting in the tantrum. Yeah. This it's you're gonna it's, have to get it used sucks because you like, don't want to hear it. Like I don't want to be like that wasn't my fault this morning. You were just not listening to my expression or whatever I like honestly, thank goodness I don't think that way anymore for more than a split second. It's like old thinking, old pattern, old coping skill, and then all of a sudden new me is like, no, this is a no, we free. Like really, right? I'm like, I'm gonna go run, and I'm gonna yeah. and we'll talk later. I meant it, like I sent you a message after I centered myself, and it, dude, my yeah. ego, my pride is the hardest thing in those moments, but I have learned how to, says it's hilarious, mm -hmm. all my stuff I've done, I have learned how to be accountable to the best of my ability and to share that when I can. Like, even if it sucks, even if they're not yeah. ready to hear it, I am ready to, like, you know, and I've gotten good at that. But I hate at a point that I'm so good at it because that's practiced. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think everybody can relate. I've well, not tantrums, yeah. Well, not 100% sure about this, but, but – Everybody probably had a okay, COVID yeah. tantrum. I remember it was probably in May. The lockdown tantrums. COVID was going on, the lockdown, and I was just like, the world sucks. Yeah. This is so bad. And I was running in the middle of the street, and my, and my <laughs> wife and my parents were trying yeah. to chase me down, like, Brody, calm down, calm down. And I was like, the world's over. Yeah, yeah. You're Fuck everybody. And... I'm, I bet other people <laughs> have well, yeah, had them because you, how could you so not? You, had, you have, have had the tantrums too, you DUIs, all of them. Like, those are all, for me, I've learned addiction is a coping skill to a tantrum. That's where I'm trying. Like, literally, I learned instead of meditating, exercise, I learned the power of Vicodin, Oxycontin, and earlier on, ibuprofen for migraines because I started getting headaches, like very hormonal headaches because I was not mm -hmm. processing the trauma. I had no, and no one, I don't, and I hate saying this because my mom and anyone, they're not responsible. They literally were trying to get me to talk about things, trying to be, but I, no, no, I, I was already 12 years old and I was carrying the shame of the whole world and I did nothing worthy of that. Nothing. So that's what I realized with the world and tantrums and that thing. Like you and the planet, we get into those. Sorry, I'm bringing it back inside. Like how we can have events like that. And they seem like they're the cause, but they're the effect. Does that make sure? Like COVID looked exactly. like the cause, but it's not. It was the effect. That was all no. the chaos coming to fruition from the lack of honesty in our energetic goal, like our energetic planetary consciousness. That's I'm true. I'm in the Loki side, yeah. the mythic, like rebel rule breaker comes to let it out. If you will not be honest, your Loki side will come do it for you. And that's the archetypes. Carl mm -hmm. Jung speaks of this. Like when we're not authentic, the dark shadow self comes out to play. Like when I'm drinking tequila, I'll, that was the strangest thing. I had to alter egos because yeah. I was stuffing all that pain down. Then when I would drink tequila, I would try to fight everybody. It was the it's, weirdest thing, it's, dude. It's really um, how substances can make you feel so empowered, but also so create so much more karmic wreckage, right? Like you drink the alcohol, you feel 
you feel confident. You feel like fighting everyone, and for those moments, you don't have any of those feelings. But we both know that that next day, whether you wake up in your bed or jail, you're going to have more consequences to deal with than when you started that tantrum. And that... Yeah, like, when I got knocked out by that bouncer, like, dude, all this like, stuff, um, like, all the street stuff you and I've had mm-hmm. to do bit by bit, day by day, even today, right? It's surrendering, and this is where, like, the tantrum. So how do we deal with it now? What makes it different now than it did then? Like, even this morning, even though I didn't like that, I felt that way because I realized what I would have done different. So I had my little, I should, I wouldn't, I should have spent an hour meditating more before I started. I got excited to talk about something and the energy. I, I could feel the spirit saying, go focus, meditate, find the balance, then let's speak about it. But instead I was like that mind part and the mind without the balance just was like, oh, I was so excited about that idea, like a little doggy ready to go. Like, I'm serious, like like my dog, ready to go, but without any practicality, any like ability to make it explain. So then I try to speak to you, and I have no words that really can equate with what I was feeling. And because of that, I exploded with like a little tantrum, and like energy comes out to play when it's not dealt with. That is what I learned. Like, and energy is emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those layers of emotions that you don't even know they're there, like those waves that you talk about. It feels like you're just getting a wave at certain times of just such dynamic emotion that you'd have no way to express it other than yeah. to express it and express to, the tantrum. To become part of the, the flow, like I see it like this. Like, you know, did you ever surf or boggy, boogie board or anything or watch surfers? So you Boogie watch board. the water comes in, the waves, here's a particle in the wave. It's the greatest example to anyone because you understand that the waves come in and still affect you, like up, down, like whatever, but you can surrender to it and it can flow with it, right? You can even surrender to it and go under it and there's a flow, but if you resist it, if you resist it, you will crash. Even when you surf it, you're not resisting it. We're flowing with it, right? You are not you do not resist infinity. It has a lot more power than you. And that's what I'm trying to say. Let it do its thing. And that happens for me when mm-hmm. I stop. Like, stop. First sign, stop. That is something I've had to train myself since addiction. Like, just put a stop sign in my mind. No matter what I'm thinking about, stop. Stop. And then, because it's not that my first, yeah, it's not that oh, my first thought yeah. is wrong. And hopefully those bad cliche statements, like, first thought wrong. Guys, that is a very first thought wrong. Get it? First thought wrong is always first thought wrong because that's not true. Like, honestly, we do get better at responding to um, like there is practice mm-hmm. to this. And yeah. that's what I'm trying to say here is I made significant progress today, even though I was sharp with my tongue and I knew how you were feeling and trying to be honest. And I was still trying to trigger you on a level that I can now feel like I can recognize it in me, but only after we've talked about it, you know? Yeah. Well, I love the surfing analogy so much because it's so helpful that we have these big waves of emotion, right? Like, as you said, but we're, we have, we need to practice getting in these waves. We won't go to like a a tidal wave and try to surf it on the first time because we have these tidal waves and then like the wave, it knocks us and we go under and we can't breathe and all those things and you feel you get a little bit better the next time a big ass wave comes if you're up you're courageous, you right? Unless the other options is those people that never get back in the water, right? And then they are 
stuck. Mm-hmm. And right. that's the fear, the courage, like me saying sorry to you, right? I get back in the water all the time, even if it's not like saying sorry, like making mistakes, but no, honoring when I know I can do better. Like the same thing I said to you about the judge, I'd put in Alexander, I know there's better in you. And that's what I was trying to like, like find. And it was funny because I didn't feel like I had any issues in the morning. I was just feeling joy. Like I was tearing up with some gratitude but now i understand how emotion is emotion and right if that doesn't come out in tears it'll come out in anger if it doesn't come out in like sex it'll come out in something else i'm telling you this energy moves it'll always exchange itself no and that's the balance like like you and me like seesaws right like you this morning had exercised were well grounded and i was all up in the air right now it's back, even though it might not seem like it to others. It's much more, you know, seesaws, both sitting, same weight, staying level, you know, as a kid. Remember that. Like, I remember, mm-hmm. it's funny those playground games have so much symbolism if you start thinking about it, you know? Like, um, well, we, but we're both super passionate dudes. And like I was telling you today, that passion sometimes can become overwhelming or too much to where we get we care we care about people we care about the world we care about emotions but sometimes we can let the wave take us instead of us we're surfing the wave wave and we're part of the wave and we are the wave but we're also more we're the part of the surfer and we utilize it like that's what i've noticed the water of the ocean right the emotions of others i know it's me in a way water is me but i also know that it's other people's emotions and that's like utilizing it not getting mad at the waves that come in don't feel quite good but they're not mine and they're not my friends it's just humanity right we were talking about a burning monk a horrible thing that we both had a distaste for but expressing it in different ways and i know our hearts both felt that yuck and i didn't like it and I just wanted to complete the thought, and you wanted to compl- close the thought, and it started, boom, right? We wanted to do the same thing in different ways. Yeah, <laughs> and that's okay. Vision, that's yeah. watching that. And, but I can only do that when I stop, right? When I do the stop sign, when I pause, and when I um, slow down. And it's, it's hard for me. Well, I think that like you wanted me to really look into that darkness and really to try to feel it and i was just like "Ah, no i don't feel like you're right now through that sensitive i know there's different states of consciousness and this is what's so amazing is there are ones that you feel less respond like responsive to others but there's also a balance between like the empathy the expression right and like not just being like "Ooh, they killed them right that is such a basic idea of suffering they don't even people that think that are just afraid and they haven't suffered enough sorry and yes well i mean like here we are two dudes in 2022 talking about our feelings but yet we see the freedom in being able to talk about our feelings when imagine in the 1950s these guys got back from world war ii and they're like what happened well i don't want to talk about it right you know like and then feelings became like the sissy thing to do when it's it's, actually the opposite like if you don't you're screwing yourself i think that was one of the things about maybe one thing that i think is very important too that is important to not do is when you do look at something, a painful event, not to live in it, right? I'm not 
not to live in the, oh, look at how awful it was and the pain that might come. Because for you, you might, like, even though it would have been re-triggered about those feelings from the past, you don't want to go back into that darkness. You've just escaped it, right? So why do we rediscuss those things? And yeah. that's the point, like, finding the point where the hearts have expressed it. Like, what am I trying to say in that statement, right? Really, what was my purpose? And honestly, I can't even tell you what my purpose was now with it. So it's like, but the truth is I had a heart expression I think because some old trauma came up that I was like feeling in the morning and it was just like w strange. Um, well, actually, yeah, I was thinking about my dad dying of cancer, right? And that um, my stepmom pulled the plug after he had a stroke. And although the responsibility of her, his death is not hers and he had cancer and he wouldn't have a stroke, but I still, part of me, that inner child's fire that wants to def protect me and anything that is me, my family, like, you mean you didn't let me see my fucking dad? You pulled the plug before you let me get to the fucking hospital. And that is the tr I'm, that's the truth. And I hope my family hears that because they all know that's the truth. And it's awful that we've had family members, like the system, the way the world works. I have a family, a dad died, a stepmom that married him and took everything after he died. That, and yeah, there's way more details to it. But my inner child, although I've worked... 15 years through that, right? Like, and I do forgive her. I don't hold her responsible. But there is a part of me that still has that painful event where I did, right? Like where I did mm. hold her responsible and where I said, it is your fault. And that was what I think was being released today because I don't hold her responsible. I release this. This is forgiveness for everyone, including the worst of the worst. And she's not the worst of the worst. My dad clearly loved her to some degree. So, like, I will not diminish those stories anymore, even the ones that hurt me. It's like, honor it, but move forward, right? Like, it's... Yeah. I mean, I don't know, even know how... There's just certain acts... You were talking, like, it's just... That love that that eat whatever unconditional love is like you can forgive everything in unconditional love but you can't it doesn't take away the events like i am full of love you know that i love like everyone i'll tell you the positive but the stepmom my exes these people i still am a human that was hurt i i'm 35 but i was yeah, a little exactly. kid i went through those experiences mm -hmm. and i have to forgive myself for being even mad at her right i dude it's okay to be pissed. It's okay to tell the truth and not worry about how people will respond in some sort of toxic way, right? Like, I remember, like, why couldn't it have just been talked about? My dad dying, right, suddenly, bad enough. Why can't we all, as a step family and family, open discussion, really talk about it? The truth is because that his, my stepmom had no idea who she was. <laughs> she still, I don't know. And I say this with the most loving way, and I can tell you my dad supports this 100%. Like, she did not know who she was, and neither did he. And that spread into everything. Like, my dad would have known to the point of love that I know what I am. I guarantee the relationships, the healing, everything would have been different, right? But <laughs> that story helps it be different now. That's the whole cool thing is... My kids, my family, my healing. I could live in the past and blame my stepmom, blame my dad, blame my Oxycontin addiction, blame, 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 blame. Or I can get sovereign. I can get brave. And I can look at the hard stuff but not live in it. Like you say, don't, like, look at it. Don't live in it. And move right. forward. And, like, I... 
think like that's what the Spenza talks about and why I like him so much is one of the things he mentions is he calls it like a refractory period of it's okay to have the emotion of anger, tantrum, guilt, shame, but it's not no. okay to stay like there I, because it, it's shortening that time from like the which mantra, you react going back to the mantra, to going back to the topic. So like for me, like we talk about on the episode, because I like to go off into mystical madness sometimes and I love it, but I also want balance and I want people to understand me. That's that's the point, right? Like you're trying to understand me, you're telling me slow yeah. down and explain it. I'm like, no, don't listen to me. I want you to understand me, but fuck you, you know, like law it's that mind and heart dissonance that to realign, right? And it sucks because even now like, I'm gonna try it. Watch my face. I'm gonna think of my stepmom. I'm gonna think about something I love unconditionally and I'm gonna release her from that. I mean it. I'm gonna think of something I love unconditionally, like change, see my smile. Like it's, I can't not smile about this. Like I think of the joy and it lifts me and I open my heart to this. And then the shift of consciousness, right? It raises my consciousness and then my perspective changes of the old situation. So now I'm visualizing just releasing, like an eraser, like I'm a window cleaner. Just cleaning the perspective up. Now I see my stepmom is a divine daughter of God. I do. And that's what she is. And I hope she and I hope she finds yes. out that. I do. Right, we're all priceless, we're divine, all worthy. worthy beings and everything, like every dog, every chicken, every ant, they're all worthy, you know, it's um it's that balance though. We we're worthy, but at the same time, we are human. We're working we on it too, right? Worthy and working. The underlying theme yeah, is that's we I are think what worthy. the past month has been: the confidence, the learning to honor this thing. I think um, frustration, all of these lessons of um, finding worthiness and standing on it is what I mean. Like being confident in my worthiness, where like I could have the same conversation I'm having with you with anyone, like you know, eye to eye, not like afraid, but no, like we're both worthy. That's what I mean. Like that's yeah, that's what I I just want to tell to everybody, including myself, because yeah, I don't yeah, always like, feel and I'm worthy. Sorry. Like there's I'm sorry, gonna be I... moments. There's gonna be moments where I don't, and I feel guilty, and I feel shameful, and I feel like nobody likes me, and all these thoughts that are and feelings that aren't even true. But the more that I believe that I'm worthy, and the more I take actions that are worthy of me, the more I I get closer to yeah. that energy. I think. I, I, dude, and that's the thing I want to say as a friend, like I, if I tried to reinforce any unworthiness, that's where I feel shame. So, and I don't feel it now, but I'm just telling you, even to my stepmom, like I owe no responsibility to anyone. I mean it. Like I did feel that though. I did blame her for a minute and I denied that and I took Oxycontin instead. So like, there's a lot of steps. Yeah, those pain feelings that are so painful that you just want to run or you yeah, just want to get oxygen. That's like, the it's at least it wasn't impotent. It's like I, yeah. it's at least I, fight or fight, not fight or freeze anymore. And I don't like freeze. I, I freeze. I freeze. <laughs> it's like the whole days. planet like, I'm does. Just, I'm always like, was like, I really that mean? Like, was I that harsh with some? Not you, but like when I'm in public, I'm like, say something very truthful. I'm like. Should I say what, what, like, but I'm realizing that I do know what I am and who I am now. And that can sometimes like, remember that 
it's loud. I'm a man. Like this is the other thing, the masculinity, the being a in shape man that knows himself and can talk really loud <laughs> naturally, right? Fire can be intimidating right. and scary. And that is something I could like, even if I get loud at my dog, it's a practice, right? To see the Right. Like, is this serving society or is yeah. this loving to me? Those are two questions I don't ask myself, to be honest, but I should ask them more. Is like, is this action loving to me? Does this serve me or the greater yeah. whole of society? Well, it well <laughs> I think that when we finally learn to honor ourselves, it honors both is the truth. Honestly, when you do it for yourself, it does do it for others, but it takes courage and it takes... Yeah there's a resistance to things. And so today I think that's really good to share. I want people to know that like, I feel so good 99% of the time, but like talking about things, I have to go back and be, so being awakened, the next step is sharing it, right? Sharing the journey every day because there's no awakened, right? That's the false premise is there's awakening, there's movement and a repose. There's no like standing still for too long. So just sharing it you know and sharing the forgiveness side because yeah. dude i yeah I, suck, like, I don't and that's that authenticity we want to bring to this podcast in by god <laughs> well, you're doing it <laughs> in the southern voice by god by golly gee we're well, thank, fucking doing thank it you for listening you know? dude i'm gonna end it there all right all right